This morning's readings remind me of the few months last summer I spent as a hospital chaplain. The transition from academic life to the so-called real world was jarring as I drove from the comfort of my home in Berkeley to the parking garage next to the hospital in Oakland. My route took me through an underpass where I watched community life occur in tents and other makeshift structures before it was cleared away a few weeks into my internship and then gradually rebuilt over the remaining time in my chaplaincy program. My time inside the hospital, talking to patients and their families, and simply being with them was also a reminder of the pain and heartache people experience every day. One of my daily tasks was to offer a brief reflection for the staff gathered at the beginning of rounds. I often felt short of words or wisdom to speak love and light into the lives of the nurses and social workers and doctors and pharmacists who face relentless need for those they serve. I was also limited in my ability to speak Christian in these morning huddles as I was a representative of an interfaith chaplaincy team there to serve anyone of any faith or no faith at all. Serendipitously, a few weeks into my time at the hospital, a friend shared with me short daily quotes by poet Maggie Smith, which I used throughout the rest of my time in the hospital. Smith's work became widely known in 2016 when she poet published a poem called Good Bones about trying to explain tragedy to her children. She lists the things that she doesn't want to tell them, that life is too short, that people are all too capable of hurting each other, and that scary things happen all too often. Instead, she says, she tries to sell them on the world, as a realtor might try to sell a dilapidated house to potential owners. By talking about the good bones underneath the mess and the chaos. The poem ends with a sales pitch for the world. This place could be beautiful, right? You could make this place beautiful. I do not have to tell you how chaotic the world is. Maybe you came here this morning in an attempt to escape the chaos, to have a quiet moment to reflect with God. Maybe you came here this morning and brought the chaos with you, your pain or fear or sadness, or your worry about a loved one. Divisive politics, climate change, anxiety over a potential global pandemic, 2020 has already been full of events that remind us of the world's brokenness. And those are just the things that make the news, not the unexpected or difficult developments in our own personal lives. So, what are the good bones 
underneath all this mess? What must occur to restore the beauty of what God made? The reading from Isaiah holds a number of suggestions. Loose the bonds of injustice. Let the oppressed go free. Share your bread with the hungry. Bring the homeless poor into your house. When you see the naked, cover them. And do not hide yourself from your own kin. Do those things sound like things that we're about as people of faith? Generosity, vulnerability in relationships, advocacy for those in need of assistance. We are told that these self-giving acts serve as acceptable and pleasing worship of God. This place could be beautiful, right? You could make this place beautiful. And how beautiful it would be if the world was free of hunger, fear, poverty, oppression. The way that God intends our mutual life to be. As Christians, we make a commitment to work toward these things, toward the restoration of God's good creation. And we are not in it alone. God is with us, providing the strength that we need for the journey. As the text from Isaiah puts it, the Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your needs in parched places and make your bones strong. In the Gospel text from Matthew, Jesus speaks of the foundational role the disciples play in the reconciliation and restoration of the world, of the world to God's desire for creation. As salt and light, we as Christians are called to be God's agents in the world, illuminating the dark and hidden places where injustice and suffering flourish, and providing a bit of spice and inspiring action where apathy and resignation had previously ruled. It is our job, strengthened by God's presence with us, to work for the restoration of the world where every single human is recognized for their dignity and worth as a beloved child of God. So I wonder this morning, I wonder what keeps us from changing the world, from what it is to what it ought to be, from claiming our inherent goodness given to us at the beginning of time, from seeking the good bones underneath the mess of brokenness and betrayal and working to restore the beauty and holiness of God's creation. How we respond to a world in need says a lot about our relationship to God. I thought about this often during my time as a hospital chaplain. Day after day, I walked into rooms of complete strangers to ask if there was anything that they wanted to talk about, any way that I could support them spiritually or emotionally. Sometimes I'd get a heads up from a nurse who wanted me to see the patient, but other times it would just be cold calls Sometimes I was met with welcome and encouragement, sometimes with anger and hostility, sometimes with anguish or just resignation. I never knew what I would encounter. I was advised 
pretty early on to adopt a ritual for entering and exiting the rooms. And my prayers during those times felt particularly instinctual because my entire being was straining for the Holy Spirit amidst the unknown. And here's my confession about those visits. While I have no doubt that the Holy Spirit showed up to every single one of them, sometimes I failed to show up. My fear or anxiety or general discomfort regarding the messiness of the human condition sometimes kept me from seeing the inherent goodness, the innate beauty of the other person. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it under a bushel basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. What Jesus is asking of us isn't for the faint of heart. It's for those of us who know that the world is a dark and broken place and yet hold out hope for the potential that God calls us to. This place could be beautiful, right? You could make this place beautiful. My prayer this morning is that we all may find the courage to be salt and light in a world desperately searching for the love of God and for reconnection with the one who created them and calls them good. <laughs>